Welcome to the Innovation Meets Leadership podcast. Real inspiration for real innovators. If you're looking for innovation and leadership transformation, your journey starts now. Welcome to the Innovation Meets Leadership podcast. I'm your host, Natalie Bourne. I would love if you would help us spread the word by leaving a review wherever you listen to podcasts. Guys, I just wanted to remind you, you are part of over 45 countries that are currently listening to this podcast today. My guest today is Nora Harding, a pioneer of visual strategy. Nora is passionate about expanding people's definition of creativity and believes the best way to meet the demands of business today is to take a visual approach that blends strategic thinking and creative expression. Nora has been featured in Wall Street Journal, Forbes, Fox Business, and many more. Welcome to the podcast, Nora. Hi, yeah. Thanks, Natalie. Great to be here. So I love just your company called Imagine Think, and it helps organizations use visualization tools to help leaders communicate and collaborate around their plans. I would love to maybe take us through a story or a journey of a time where you've helped somebody really think through their strategic plan using visual thinking. Yeah, thanks. So it is image think, but lots of people make that mistake. So (laughs) really, you know, thinking about images and visuals, that's how our name came up. So yeah, a recent example of how we help communicate and action leaders uh, around their plans. What comes to mind is we were working with kind of a small pharmaceutical company that had gone through some recent acquisitions. So there had been a lot of changes. Some people were laid off. They were getting ready in the next year or two to launch like a whole new drug that was going to kind of replace the drug that they had. And the head of national sales came to us and said, you know what? Our team is really demoralized. You know, there's been a lot of changes. We need to make a strategy for the next two years. And can you help us? So, so far, it sounds like kind of straight consulting work, but our approach is to really tap into the power of visuals. And we can talk a little bit more about why that's effective. So in this session, we led them through a number of exercises that sort of mapped in the end to this vision. And it was a literal illustration of where they were going. So, you know, really articulating their big goal and having a vision, a shared vision of what that was going to look like but then also mapping out where they were now and being really realistic about it. You know, what were the things that they were facing or challenges, you know, what resources they had and then illustrating kind of their way that they were going to problem solve that to get where they wanted to go. So during the course of the day we spent with the leaders, every exercise, there was a visual component that then sort of filled in this picture, if you will. And the impact was the next year they came back to us and they said, you know, everyone at this organization knows this picture. We can all speak to it. We probably wouldn't have gotten through COVID if we hadn't had this session and kind of been able to align around this vision that we had come up with in this exercise. And, you know, then the challenge of this is we had to surpass that the next year (laughs) and kind of create a new vision and a new visual for everyone to rally around and deliver on. So Yeah, that's one example of, you know, helping them get clear, but then really having a visual story and a communication piece for the leaders to point to, to inspire people. There's so much data around just how people connect more powerfully with a strategy when it's visual. But in addition to that, you said something that I feel like is really important for everybody to hear, and that's everybody in our organization knows this picture and can articulate it. 
And to me, when you have from your CEO to your senior leadership team, to your frontline person, all being able to articulate the same strategy and move as one, something very powerful happens in your organization. That alignment comes in and doing that visually, people can visualize the image sometimes before they can string together the words. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. There's statistic, you know, it says 65 to 80% of people are visual learners. You know, we think in pictures, we used visuals as a society before we had written text. So I always like to bring people to, you know, one of the earliest examples of cave paintings, which is like 30,000 BC in Altamira, Spain. And in that cave, it's covered with depictions of game, you know, bison and antelope that anthropologists believe were hunting instructions, right? So to me, that's the first example of visual leadership right there, right? There is an innovative idea. Like, let's try moving from being a gathering society to, uh, you know, to more carnivorous. And that's a complicated thing that, that they aligned around. So when leaders tap into this as a tool, they're really tapping into you know, a technology or a way of communicating that is very, very old and tried and true. Wow. I love that. So talk to me a little bit about a leader who may be listening to this and saying, well, as I think about our team, there's nobody around us that does this kind of visual piece. How can they bring this into their ecosystem in order to communicate for change? Sure. So there's a lot of different ways that you can do this. I mean, one is we, you know, at Image think we'd love to help you do that. But there's, you know, simple ways too. there's a lot of frameworks that you can use that don't have to be, you know, as elaborate. So in my book, Draw Your Big Idea, there's 103 frameworks. And one that we put in there because it works so well is what we call bridge to the future. And what I described for this pharma company was just a version of that where, you know, you get people to even if you get them to just rudimentally write out and kind of draw a rough sketch of Imagine, you know, two pieces of land and a bridge across it, right? One is you get people to think about the future and start articulating what that is. And you can use all kinds of tools if you are not comfortable illustrating. That could be like a visual tool like Mural or Miro or Clip Art even, right? I love Mural. Yeah. Yeah. Or you can also do really, you know, really, really simple drawings because we're wired to make meaning out of pictures. So, you know, your stick person is still going to have a powerful impact to people. It doesn't have to be beautiful, but there's a number of ways, right? So relying on some software like Mural or Miro, clip art, your rough sketches, get them to start to put pen to paper and articulate what that vision is like in the future on one hand, and then walk them to the current state, right? And get people to visualize what that looks like too. What you're left with then is kind of the middle space, right? How do you get from where you want to go, the desired future, to where you are right now? And then that's where you start filling in kind of what are the action steps, what are the plans, but also articulating the challenges. And you can have fun with those things. So a lot of times the challenges in our clients' illustrations might be, depending on the metaphor, like sharks in the water or alligators. Mm -hmm. And that also gives people kind of an outlet to articulate things that can be, you know, a little political or a little sensitive in a different way because you're externalizing it with a picture. That's so good. And there's something you said there about 
not being afraid to just pick up, you know, pen and paper and draw stick figures. I think there's probably have, there has to be a high level of psychological safety in your team um, (laughs) to do that. But I think you're right because there's something about, you know, visualization and images that, you know, what we try to string together with words, it doesn't have the same impact as when you can show a picture because picture shows intention and emotion and all these other things that you don't necessarily get in just saying words, which we're all, we all say a lot of words, but the visual piece is so, so powerful and so important. Well, so you guys are visual facilitators and I would love for you to just tell our listeners a little bit about what does that mean? Yeah. So, you know, we described that a little bit in my story about the pharmaceutical companies. So, you know, if you think of a facilitator's role as kind of being a guide for a group to move them through where they are now to where they want to go. And that can have a lot of different objectives. That could be like strategic planning. It could be ideating a new idea. It could be around culture. Like we work with mission, vision, values, workshops as well. But for us, one of the ways we do that is by using visuals as a way to facilitate. So oftentimes that'll look like someone on my team who we call a visual strategist in the room, mapping out visually the whole conversation. So the whole workshop from kind of the messy bits to, you know, hopefully the end where we have more priorities and alignment and clarity. So everyone can feel heard because they literally see their contributions being added to this visual. They can align because now they have an external document to point to. It also provokes people to think a little bit differently because even if you're not the one drawing, Natalie, there's a really interesting study where they put people in MRIs and had people just think about drawing a picture and the same parts of their brain lit up as if they had actually done it. So there's just the benefit of even having a visual facilitator in the room as you watch them stimulates a different kind of thinking for folks. So that's another benefit is there's a different approach than what you might find in your typical meeting that can lead to some really great kind of holistic outcomes. So as a visual facilitation, you're moving that group through just the way a facilitator would, but you're leaning on, you know, these innate powers and visuals to help get the group there. What have you seen that really creates this organizational change around visuals? I know we talked about this a little bit earlier, but one of the best ways I've seen it done is is literally senior leaders came up with a vision for for that year and not only the year, but then kind of going out a few years as well. And then that was published visually for the whole organization to see. And every time they would get together and talk about the strategy of the organization, they'd ask everybody to bring your picture with you and let's all talk together and kind of point to the journey and make sure we're all looking at the right parts of the journey, we're on the right path, we know where we're going, we know how we play our part. To me, just seeing everyone understand the vision, everyone understand the journey, it's very impactful. What have you seen as well? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think that that's a great example and that's a great kind of high-level strategic example of having that one shared picture that we're all moving in the same direction and we all can see where we are right now, we can maybe, you know, depending on how detailed it is, we can even kind of see our role and how we support it. And we have a shared metaphor, right, to talk about. So 
you know, different groups will come up with different metaphors. The group I was telling you about, their second strategic visual was launching into space because they were going into whole new different biologics in the pharma world, which was completely new to them, right? So they had these sort of metaphors where there was ground control, which was like the operations team, right? And then there were the people, the sales team that were kind of in the rocket. So they got really very uh, metaphorical about how they talked about it and how they slated this in. So now they had a shared metaphor and a shared story. But there's other ways too that are a little bit more, you know, before we even get to that point, maybe a little bit more tactical. One example is we were working with Toyota and they had the Lexus and Toyota team had decided that really they needed to merge some of their marketing function. And they'd done like, you know, half a year study on the numbers and they had determined that they're going to save the organization, you know, like $17 million if they combined their sort of two processes. But the folks who worked on it were very much steeped in the data and the research. And they had, you know, basically to meet with the steering committee, they were told they could bring two PowerPoint slides. They had five minutes to make their case, you know, which was six months of research, right? So they came to us because we were able to listen to them talk through all the detail and hear a story and pull that story together high level. So when they went in, you know, to the steering committee with these people who are on the board who really honestly don't have a lot of time and they don't want a lot of detail, you know, they're thinking big picture, they're thinking a strategy, holistic. These folks were able then to tell a story on the level that the steering committee could hear and pull out like the big points, which was like, we're going to save $17 million. We're going to have efficiencies. And it was successful. Their project was approved. They actually relocated a bunch of people to Plano, Texas. And then we worked with them, you know, to kind of create that team mission and vision, right? Because they combined all of these things together. So that's a different kind of example about how it can help drive organizational change, which is sometimes, you know, being able to pull the story out so that it resonates with different people within the organization so that they can see the value of it. Wow. And what I hear there too is like, that was high stakes and you get one shot. And so (laughs) it's like, you know, when it's that high of stakes and you get one shot, like do it right, right? Do it visually because you can fit so much more into your story and you can tell so much of a better story when it's done visually. And so basically I feel like the requesters were saying, don't PowerPoint us to death. Like those days are over. We can't PowerPoint people to death. We have to tell our story quickly and to do so, it's beautiful and we can do it visually. So I, I just love that story because it just drives it home. And it, it's such a high stakes example of we've got to nail this and do it well, get our point across. As you know, we've all been thrust into our homes in this season and we are sitting around our laptops all day trying to feel engaged and be engaged, but it's so easy to multitask and check out. How have you found that just bringing strong visual presentations to the table over like Zoom in this season has helped to just re-engage a kind of Zoomed out <laughs> audience? <laughs> yeah, that's great, right? It's, it's a, been a different world for sure. But ultimately, we've seen that the power we do is you know even more important right now. As you said, as people get Zoomed out, we have a lot of clients that come to us that have, like you said, a high stakes meeting, or they're putting on a session for their clients or a workshop, and they really want to make it feel different than every other meeting on Zoom, right? Like every meeting is happening on Zoom, whether it's an internal meeting, or external meeting. 
So one benefit of working with us and with our clients is just that from the get-go, it makes it a little bit different, right? What we'll do is we'll work digitally, and a lot of times that will be the thing that's featured on the screen rather than someone's PowerPoint mm-hmm. or the grid of faces. <laughs> so as people, again, are talking and trying to come up with consensus or working through strategy, and there's a lot of high-stakes strategy in the last year for our clients, right? Lots of people have had to pivot in different ways. So helping them through that, but featuring that as the center point of the conversation, again, helps people stay aligned, keeps people's focus. Because I think I read something about like how quickly you need to change your PowerPoint slide to just keep people activated. Oh and it's gosh. something like in an hour talk, you need like 110 slides. Wow. You know, and then people kind of still tune out. So for us, we're sort of replacing that, you know, dynamic activity for our clients by, you know, this is we're visualizing the conversation that you and it's sitting in your house on Zoom are having. So it's happening real time. And then again, because we're all remote, having something that's meaningful as a follow-up and a communication piece to connect everyone around really helps solidify and bring people together when we're so distributed. That's so powerful. And I think that we're all looking for better ways to have better meetings in the season. So I just love what you shared there. Any final thoughts for our listeners? Yeah. Well, you know, I love the question you asked, you know, what are some ways that listeners can get started? you know, just testing this out. And so one thing I wanted to share, we were talking about the power of stick figures, is there's an anthropological term called pareidolia, which means basically in Greek, like finding meaning out of nothing. But specifically, you probably experienced this before. I think there's an Instagram account called, I see faces everywhere, right? So when you're like, looking at a tree uh, trunk and you're like, oh, there's a scary man's face in that. That is because we're neurologically hardwired to see pictures, to see faces, to see human emotion, right? If you think about emojis, there's a deep sort of ability for us to meet our audience halfway. So if you're, you know, hesitant, like you said, you need psychological safety in your organization to draw your stick people just know that your audience is going to meet you more than halfway there because we are wired to see meaning, to see pictures. So it really isn't as high stakes as it seems. Like you would be surprised at how effective even a very rudimentary illustration or visual can be to a group when it's done right and it's meaningful to them. I love that. That's so powerful. And I think what it does is it breaks down the barrier of what it takes to show up visually. And I think what it says is we can democratize innovation and visualization as well. It doesn't just get held for a unique few that are really, really great artists. It's, hey, just start, start somewhere, start visually, which I absolutely love. And then oftentimes turn it over later to somebody who can actually (laughs) draw for you. But in the moment, it, it really helps you to bring your point, what you're trying to say and what you're trying to communicate to life. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we love doing what we do for clients. And in those like high stakes examples we talked about, you can rely on us, but really you can start, every leader can start with simple things with their team. And and I think they'll see a big impact right away. People will remember your silly drawing, your stick figure, your bridge to the future, because it's a powerful way to communicate no matter who's doing it and what ability they have. That's so awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time today, Nora. 
Yeah, thanks for having me on, Natalie. So you guys can follow Nora on LinkedIn, Twitter, or you can head over to imagethink.net. And to our listeners, thank you for joining the Innovation Meets Leadership podcast. Remember, don't just get out of the box, break the box and set it on fire. Let's go transform something. Thank you for joining us for the Innovation Meets Leadership podcast. Be sure to subscribe to our show on iTunes. Follow us on Instagram or Facebook at Innovation Meets Leadership and visit our site at innovationmeetsleadership.com for more innovation resources. Today's sponsorship is brought to you by Territory Global. We work at the intersection of experience and imagination. We help you pinpoint problems and turn them into opportunities. We make imagine happen. Some of the best organizations in the world choose us as their partner to help solve their strategy, innovation, transformation, story, and ways of working problems. Learn more at Territory.co.